Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Art of Unraveling podcast. So today's podcast, I want to talk about something important, and it is also why last week there was not a podcast. No excuses, right? But I did not get around to recording a podcast last week, and they really don't take me that long to record, but I was feeling very, very low. So this is a vulnerable podcast. This is one where I'm sharing some things that are new, that new discoveries that are going on with me that I maybe may have suffered for years. So what am I talking about? Well, if you've been around here and listened to my podcast, you know that I sometimes talk about suffering from fatigue. And when I talk about fatigue, it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm like feeling tired. It's like an all-encompassing, debilitating, like I can't even really describe it, but it's just like almost like this thing just washes over me and like who I am kind of leaves the room and I just become a bit of a blob and zombie. I lose complete motivation in what I normally love to do and feel really low, low energy, low motivation and and just really tired. But I don't sleep all day like I'm awake when I try to lay down, I'm usually not tired enough to sleep. So it's like this debilitating fatigue that's just is kind of like this cloud that comes over me and I can't really do anything. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that's kind of how I experience it. So I've been dealing with this for a really long time, not always as bad as it has been recently, but it like comes and goes in these different waves And I've done a little research because I started noticing probably about four or five, six months ago that it starts happening a little bit around like before I get my period. And I remember specifically researching extreme fatigue around your period and not getting any results. And I don't know what inspired me. I don't know what I even Googled. But last Thursday, I Googled something like premenstrual fatigue or like symptoms before your period. And this this condition called PMDD popped up in my Google search. So I went down a little bit of a rabbit trail and started reading the symptoms. And I was like, check, 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 check. And it just clicked into place and it made so much sense. This is a self-diagnosis, so please, you know, do your own research, talk to your doctor, that sort of thing. But I do want to shed light on this in several different ways and will be doing so, you know, over the next several months, whatever, as I learn more and unravel it in my own way. But what is PMDD? It's essentially a more severe form of PMS. And it's where every month, obviously, if you're a woman— Every month, your hormones change at a certain time in your cycle, and this is why you end up getting your period. 
obviously we have estrogen and progesterone and, you know, estrogen is when estrogen is high, progesterone is low When progesterone is high, estrogen is low. And there's a nice rhythm and balance to it. But for some people, those things don't really match super well. And when there's a dip in in one of the two hormones, then there can also be a very low dip in your serotonin levels. And that produces these really low, really kind of dark periods, almost like a really depressive state that some people can go into. And it can get as bad for people, for some women, that they have suicidal thoughts. So I don't have the suicidal thoughts, but I have a lot of the other symptoms that they talk about in PMDD, which is extreme fatigue. You can be sleeping too much or have insomnia. And I've noticed that for myself too. Like some nights I'll sleep 10, 11, 12 hours. And some nights I'm like sleeping for five during this period. And so for me, it's about 10 to 12 days before my period. And that's a really long time, you guys, to be struggling with all these different symptoms and just these low depressive moods. For me, it shows up a lot like being really uh, hard on myself, which as a coach, you know, I know how to talk to myself. I know how to be self-compassionate. And so what would really happen for me is I'd go into these shame cycles, you know, where I would be kind of low, be kind of have that inner critic kind of come up in these moments and then later shame myself because I was being so hard on myself because I I should know better when literally it's like my hormones are out of whack in that moment and my serotonin has dipped. There's a, you know, a physiological reason why all of a sudden my brain is kind of turning against me in these moments. And I, I wouldn't say I have really dark episodes. It's more just like I said, this cloud just washes over me and I fade to the background and it's just, I feel just kind of like I'm just existing. And I, I don't know, that just sounds so strange and weird to even admit any of this because there's a part of me that says, you know, you can't be a good coach if you talk about this. Like this isn't something you share with people because who's going to hire you if you share that you have this kind of mental health thing that happens to you once a month around your period for a week to 10 days at a time. and that's just that inner critic that I have that, you know, that inner perfectionist that thinks we have to put on a perfect facade to the world so that people will want to hire me as a coach. And that's just bullshit. So I'm just talking through this and being very vulnerable in this moment because as women, we, a lot of us deal with PMS, right? I think the numbers are like 85% of women have PMS and like 10% of those have PMDD. So it's not as common. And again, I'm not 100% sure this is what I have, but I'm like 97% sure this is what's going on with me because it just makes so much sense. And so to to me, I really want to talk about, again, the shaming of myself for going through these cycles. And I think what's happened just in the last few days of putting the dots together with PMDD is it's given me this freedom to just be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, well, other than my hormones and my serotonin 
kind of get out of whack at a certain time in the month that I can like let go of this like need to fix and fix it so that it will go away. That was a big thing I was thinking about, like as I'm researching what supplements to take for this and all the things, you know, really going down the rabbit hole as I do, because my, I, you know, I want to learn, I want to know, I want to be able to help myself and others that suffer from this. But behind that, and I think a lot of us can relate to this in many different ways. Behind that, there's this need to fix things so that the thing will go away. Whatever your thing is, whether it's, you know, running out of money or some sort of physical ailment that you may be having or whatever the case, something in your relationship, right? We want to like, we, we try to attack it with a mindset of if I just find the answer, then this thing will go away. And that is the wrong way to go about changing anything. So I'm saying this for myself as well, because of course there's a part of me that's like, I do not want to sacrifice half of the month for some crazy hormonal roller coaster that I go down. And so of course there's a part of me that wants to fix this, that, you know, wants to make this better because it takes time away from my business. It takes time away from the things I love and enjoy. And it puts me in this just not super great place for a while. And then my period comes and everything goes back to normal. Another symptom I forgot to mention too that I that I see is, you know, some pretty strong irritability. I've gotten really good at like keeping it inside. But I told William the other day, like, because <laughs> we were joking and I, you know, shared all of this to him. And I said, literally everything you do annoys the crap out of me. Like you're breathing and I'm annoyed. But I don't share it out loud because I have gotten, I've gotten to the point where I'm able to control my reactions a lot better, but I, he does notice I get more snippy with him during this time. But again, you know, we can all say, oh, that's PMS, right? So there are definitely some carryover symptoms from PMS to PMDD. It's just more extreme. It's a little bit more debilitating. It takes you out of your day-to-day activities. Whereas PMS, you can maybe still go to work, but PMDD, you're kind of at a loss. So there's a lot of different ways to manage this. One thing I've heard that resonates for me as well, because I noticed last year these symptoms starting to get worse again, although I think I've had this for years, definitely in wintertime, it's way worse. And that was confirmed by one of the YouTube videos I watched that said that PMDD is worse if you have seasonal affective disorder, which I'm pretty sure I have that. Like, get me the F out of the cold when it's warm. In these last two years, I've had to cancel my Bali trip. And I just never got around this year to making a plan to leave. And so I'm a little bummed about that. I'm going to try to go somewhere in March. But that is something for the next year I've definitely getting into place is that I go away every winter for a minimum of one month. And I know that doesn't work for everybody, but that's just my promise to myself because I need my my mental health, my energy, my everything needs that. So that's one of the pieces. There are some supplements you can take. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable talking about all of that right now because I've not done enough research 
on the different supplements. I know I've seen magnesium, calcium, and vitamin D are all really important, as well as like eating uh, leafy, dark leafy greens and staying away from dairy. Actually, one gentleman said like staying away from dairy. He didn't mention gluten, but he said dairy can affect your hormones. So there's several different things like that. But the one piece I'm going to tie in here before I wrap this up is to say that, and some of this might be completely new for you, but I think it was a couple years ago now, I started looking into the MTHFR gene mutation. And I'd heard about it for years in different health circles. Um, What is MTHFR? It is a mutation on your gene. It affects a pretty large percentage of the population. It just depends if you have one of the mutations or two. And if you have these MTHFR mutations on your gene, it can affect a lot of things. So it's actually been called the motherfucker gene. (laughs) Pardon my language. I hope kids were not listening. I should have prefaced that ahead of time. But that is what it has been called because it really messes things up. It can cause fatigue. It can cause hormonal imbalance. So when I look at PMDD, PMS, hormonal imbalances, all the thyroid issues, all the things I've had to deal with over the last few years that have probably been going on long before that, they just got so in my face, I had to do something. I think a lot of it can be tied back to the MTHR, MTHFR gene mutation. So as I was saying, I know that I have at least one of them. And how did I find this out? I took a 23andMe test and then they can send you your raw gene profile and then you can upload that into another system. And I'd have to Google that. But if you have any questions, just message me. And through that system, then they'll tell you all of your stuff in your genes. It's kind of crazy. And that was how I was able to find that out. So I know that I have one of them. And I also have a sensitive system. I also have trauma. So I think trauma plays into this. I think the MTHFR plays plays into this. And I think the hormonal imbalance plays into this. So it's a lot of different things. But what I will say about MTHFR, if you do know that you have that, or if you find out in the future that you have that, is your body doesn't detoxify things as easily. So toxins in your environment, toxins in your food, toxins in your skincare products, your cleaning products, anything and everything. Your body is not going to be able to detoxify as easily as somebody who doesn't have the mutation. And so what kind of dawned on me is that I need to help my body detoxify. So currently this month, my symptoms, the symptoms of PMDD are out of effing control. Like this last week has literally been hell week. And I was so low, so lowly motivated. Didn't even do a podcast. I did the bare minimum. Whatever I have have to do, I show up and do. But if I didn't have to do it, I was like, I, I didn't have space. It makes me really brain foggy. It makes me really forgetful. It also, like, because I am very observant, I'm also watching how it makes me really present. Because, like, the me that has all the energy that's, like, go, 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 and super motivated and all the stuff, 
I, I can get very caught up in like my to-do list and getting all these things done and I'm going, you know, nonstop. And that's not really being present. That's just like going, going, going. Right. So what I have kind of noticed this last week is how present this makes me. It makes me slow down and it makes me really look at what do I absolutely need to do right now? And there's something really deep about that. And it's just kind of an energy that I've been in while simultaneously feeling like absolute crap. Even my house right now is an utter disaster. That's the other thing. I love a clean house. I love getting everything put away. Um, If you were to come to my house right now, you'd be like, oh my gosh, who is this person? Like, it's an absolute mess because we just didn't feel like doing anything this weekend. And, you know, I don't want William to have to do it all. And so we just kind of both were like, I don't really care. And I didn't have the energy at all to do anything. So it's just this really interesting thing. But again, I can hear, I can feel a bit of anxiety rising in my body again, just sharing that with you because I have this perfectionist part that's like, ah, that's one of those things you don't share because people aren't going to want to work with you. People aren't going to want to listen to your podcast. You know, it's just these stupid things. So the more I bring light to that, the more I accept all parts of myself, love all parts of myself, not try to have a need to fix or change any part of myself, the more I'm being an example for all of you to do the same and that you can be messy, ADHD, PMDD, whatever the fuck, and still be a successful human being. Like life doesn't have to look this way that our society tries to tell us and put us in these boxes and like that this is the only way you can operate. And thank God I have my own business and that I'm able to really be in whatever energy I'm in uh, at any time, regard, you know, outside of my scheduled appointments with clients. I get to be however I am. And so what if I don't get emails sent out, you know, that to new things or whatever, you know? And it's like, I think knowing this too is going to help me really be able to plan my life around this so that I have the space to take the time to just be during that time because it's it's also been very intuitive time for me in this last week. So I don't know. I hope this resonates for somebody. I'm curious to hear because I kind of just went on a long tangent there. Uh, it's, it's, again, it's, it's a lot to talk about. It's, there's so much more pieces to unfold in it, but I want to reiterate one of the points that I stated, which is this need that we have to fix things so that they'll go get better and go away. And whatever that thing is for you, whatever you're dealing with, whether it's again, your weight, a relationship, making more money, growing a business, whatever, finding more peace, whatever the thing is that you think you need to fix so it'll it'll get better and go away, I just invite you to embrace it, embrace it. And simultaneously, obviously, we always want to be thinking about and acting as if, not thinking about, but acting as if we have the things that we want, but not, not to the detriment. Because if I'm just focused on fixing the problem, 
I'm focused on the problem, right? But if I'm thinking about how I want to feel, how I want my energy to be, and I'm taking steps towards, in my case, doing some weekly detoxing, um, taking some different supplements, and really devoting more time to my self-care, taking it a bit more slow, then I'm not focused on the problem. I'm focused on the solution. And that's where my energy is going, right? So if my energy is going towards the problem, the problem gets bigger. If my energy goes towards the solution, the solution gets bigger. But simultaneously, I want you to also think, what if this never changed? Because until we go to that dark place that like, okay, maybe 12 days out of the month or more, I feel like complete crap. Can I accept this? Can I be okay with this? Can I find compassion for myself in this? Until I go to that dark place and and come to resolution, I'm always going to be in resistance to what is. And what is, is this is my current reality right now, right? It's it's rough. It's rough for a, a chunk of time. If I don't go through that and find that resolution, I'm going to keep being in resistance. And the resistance, what we resist persists. So it's going to keep happening. It's going to keep getting stronger if I don't allow it to just be. So that is my podcast for you this week. I hope you enjoy. That's your homework for the week. Soul work for the week, I should say, is what are you resisting? And can you just go into it, allow it, focus on solutions rather than the problem, be with it instead of trying to fix it in some way? All right. I hope you enjoyed this. Reach out to me at the sensitive CEO on Instagram or Facebook. You can email me thesensitiveceo at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on this podcast. Do you struggle with PMDD? Let me know if you want more content like this. Thank you and have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.